put your hands together for old men and sweat. Old men sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Barry B and Tommy T. We gonna have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men and sweat. Listen to me now. Okay, let's get right to the, the sweaty hit list. Move right into it. Um, would you like to do a reader rap? I mean, they were off this week, but do you want to just like in a yeah. nutshell capsulize what's happening so far? Well, I think the reader rap is I think that this past weekend was their best week of the season because they didn't play because they've been a disaster. Like they've been a disaster. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's terrible. This team's a disaster zone. You know, like you know, last year they had a, a, a the weirdest year ever. When they had all that the uh, controversy at the beginning of the year, and then they won all those games, and then they ended up making it to the playoffs. But you know, this year, I mean, they they blew that game against the Chiefs two weeks ago, right? They blew that game. Were they winning seventeen to three or something like that? Yeah, yeah, they blew that game. And then, um, you know, the running back played great. Josh Jacobs played great. But so this week they were off. And they're getting ready for the Houston Texans. The Texans are one three and one. The Raiders are one and four. So if the Raiders can beat the Texans this weekend, they can move to two and four, which means that they would tie Denver for last place. So, yeah, I mean, but in that division, they're they're, kind of, they're what are they two games back of KC? But KC beat them because that division's yeah. it's another weird thing. What's going on there? It's well, like it's, it's supposed a, to be a much better division when when um when Denver got. The uh, quarterback, Russell Wilson, you know, Denver's been, like they said last night in the game last night, the announcer said um, that Denver has been considered a quarterback away for a few years, right? Like that's mm -hmm. the way that everyone's basically looked at Denver because their defense is so awesome that they said this team's a quarterback away. So they traded for Russell Wilson. They gave away a bunch of stuff, a bunch of picks, a couple players for him, and they, they give him, and he's terrible. So they, they couldn't have expected that. He's awful, right? So they're still a quarterback away. They're two and four. The, the Chargers are four and two, but they got the most wicky-wacky coach since Sam Weish in the 80s. Remember Sam Weish from the Bengals? They, <laughs> the Steelers nicknamed him wicky-wacky. <laughs> they called him wicky-wacky. Why? 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 What was that about? Really? This guy, Brandon Staley, who's named after my junior high school in Rome, New York, Staley Junior High School, this guy's a nut. This guy's a nut. You know what he's doing. You know what he's doing. He's the worst coach in the league, but the Chargers are still five and are four and two. So if the Raiders could beat Houston, they can go two and four, which which means that they're they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be right there. They're gonna be like two games behind uh Kansas City and the Chargers. So that you know that's good for them. So you, you, I mean, they, but, but do you think they still have a chance? I mean, a lot of stuff's going to have to happen soon, you know, but I don't, I, I they're not going to, no, they're not going to make the playoffs. Their defense is no good. Their defensive backs are terrible. They're, they're, that's the problem. They drafted so many bad players when John Gruden and, and that Mike Mayock were there. They reached on all those first round picks that they got for Amar Cooper and for Khalil Mack. They swung and missed on everybody. Like, you know, I mean, Henry Ruggs is in jail. You know, that one guy from Ohio State, the defensive back, he took a, a video last year on Twitter with a with an assault rifle saying he's going to get you. I'm going to get you. And so he's out of the league. The, uh, the Khalil, Khalil um, 
Cleveland Farrell, I guess Cleveland Farrell from Clemson, he's terrible. The defensive end's terrible. Jonathan Abrams, the safety from Mississippi State, is terrible. So they they just drafted terribly all the way across the board. So they got nothing on defense. So you think, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, they're always, even last year they were odd. Like, like it looked like it was going to be something that it wasn't. This year, you know, I think the expectations were even higher. It's just frustrating. It's like, what's going on? They have, I think two games they had big leads. I think two games. Yeah. I don't think the frustration, I don't think the expectations were higher this year because they had the new coach, uh, Josh McDaniels from, uh, from the from the Patriots, but yeah. but he was so bad years ago when he coached Denver that I don't know if the expectations were high. Um, really? You know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what you know. I mean, they did sign maybe because they they signed Devontae Adams, and maybe you're right in that regard. They did sign the best wide receiver yeah. in football. You know, I mean, you would think just signing him would change things, but but like what you said is the weak link's the D, the the secondary. It's bad. It's really bad. But also. After the game against the Chiefs, Devontae Adams ran over the photographer, and now he's getting sued. It's like, it's like ridiculous. He ran over the photographer, buddy. Yeah, but I don't know that guy. The photographer looked like like they kind of like it was one of those things, you know, when like you're you're walking like on a busy street or something yeah. or in a mall, yeah, and right. you kind of like you, you you almost bump into someone, and then they almost bump into you, and you kind of like try to move. It almost looked like it was like that. And then, unfortunately, the guy came back in. The guy was in. The guy was out. And and then Adams tried to move. He was like like this and that. And then the guy got in in front of him again. And then I think Adams just was so frustrated because the game, but he he shouldn't have pushed them. I think it was just just get out of my way. I gotta get, I gotta get out of here. But yeah. Yeah. I don't even think he hurt the guy, did he? Come on, the guy no, fell. But down. The guy's claiming that he suffered a partial concussion and injured back, and he's gonna sue him for a bunch of money now. All right, you know what that guy should watch as far as photographers getting injured? He should watch the Super Bowl celebration party the Rams had last year. And they were on that stage. You know how they make those stages, those um, presentation stages for the parades, championship yeah. parades, and all the players and coaches get on there, and they holler, you know, and then we're going to three-peat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The, Rams, the Rams, they had one of those stages and the photographer was on the stage. There's video of it, and she's got her, you know, and she's taking pictures. And it was like a U shape, right? And she was on one of the ends, and and she's taking pictures, and she's going back, going back to get a wider angle, and she fell. Yeah. She fell off the stage. Did she get hurt? Yeah. Oh, she hurt okay. her back. I got something. I got something for you here to help us along with the hit list. You know, like our like our boys. Like our like our uncles at PTI, right? So oh, we when it's time, it. right when it's time, let's go. Oh, number I love two that. on the hit list. We'll see you now. <laughs> number two on the down there. I like that bell. That's better than my my egg beater. But anyway, real quick. So she fell. When she fell, Stafford was wasted. Stafford. She was taking pictures of Stafford. He was there with his wife, and Stafford like looked over the edge and saw her down there, and he could just turn around. And walked back, and his wife was like, and his wife then went over, and then they got people over there. Stafford and his wife paid her whole hospital bill, oh, her yeah, camera equipment. Yeah. You know, yeah. So she really got hurt. But you know what? Whoever made that stage, I'd sue them. They shouldn't make those celebration stages for the parades without a barrier. Like, so if you're walking or you're moving, even yeah. the players, 
The players are drunk. You want one of those players? You want Stafford falling off the stage? Yeah. They, I can't believe whoever designed that should be fired. But this guy who uh, Devontae Adams hit, you know, he should watch that tape. He's just – he's playing that. I He didn't even hit, hit his head. It looked like his camera equipment was okay. But, you know, everyone's cash and grab. Don't they call that cash and grab or oh, grab yeah, cash? Yeah. Or, or grab you know. yeah, whatever, yeah. All right, so let's let's move on. So our Raider wrap is is probably not going to happen this year. I hate to say that because every week I would like to talk positive about them or talk in more detail about them, but it, it's it's nonsense right now. Yeah, they're not that good. They're, they're okay. They're not that good. They All right, so hit the bell. Yeah. Hit the bell. All right, good. So now what I want to do really quick, these are going to be quick things. You know, right. right now we got all sports going. This is like yeah. the time of year with all sports going. So let's talk a little bats and balls. Let's just talk real quick MLB. I mean, there were some big upsets. And let's talk – I think the Yankees are up right now. Yeah, they're going to win game five, so they're going to go play the Astros in two days in Houston, right? So yep. it's going to be Yankees and Astros in ALCS, and then the NLCS is going to be the worst. The Padres and Phillies, it sucks. I mean, it really sucks. So let's talk about, first of all, the Mets obviously lost – they lost, they lost the game, so they lost the division. Atlanta wins the division. The Mets go play San Diego. They get beat, which yeah. – were you surprised? Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. Grom and Scherzer both got beat. I mean, that was surprising. Scherzer got hammered in game one. He gave up like four home runs. And then, um, you know, and then DeGrom, he won this game two. DeGrom won game two. But they played all three games at Shea Stadium. They played the best of three at Shea Stadium, and the Mets lost game three. And then, of course, the Padres win in L.A. They lost game one in L.A., and then they won three in a row because the Dodgers, they don't do good in the playoffs. Like, they don't they do not do well. They, they won 111 games. And, Barry, you could have almost predicted, and I was telling my father, the Dodgers aren't going to win the playoffs. They won 111 games. The Dodgers' record for 100 years of the Dodgers' uh, you know lifespan of that franchise, over 100 years, that's the most games they've ever won, 111 games, and they got crushed in the playoffs. They crushed three to one. They've got they got they got home field. They lose it. They dominated the Padres this year. They dominate the Padres all the time, and they got nervous. It was like they were tight. They were nervous, and the Mets won 111 too, didn't they? They won 101, 101, and then they tied Atlanta. Right then they lost that game. Won 101 or 102. Atlanta yeah, they two. Yeah, because Atlanta beat them the last game, so they yeah. won the division. But let me ask you this: If the Mets won the division, it doesn't matter anymore. But if they won, do you think the rest would have helped the pitching staff? I think they needed yeah, rest. I mean, it would have, but but they didn't. They didn't win, though. I mean, like you yeah. know, they they played bad in September because the pitching because their pitchers are old. That's they, they are old. That's Dodgers a good point. All their pitchers, the Dodgers, they don't have Walker Bueller. Yep. Uh, uh, they had Tony Gonsolin coming back from uh, arm trouble. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the Blake training, the the uh, the relief pitcher got beat. He had arm trouble. Like so, the Dodgers were all injured too. Like the, baseball's weird, man. Baseball, like you win 111 games and then you lose, like, that doesn't happen in basketball so much. Football or football or, I mean, yeah, football, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Good no, teams you're right. good teams. Usually when you win that many games, it, it, you're way better. 
But it doesn't matter because when you're playing the Padres, the Dodgers won the division by 22 games over the Padres. That's unheard of, right? So when you're playing the Padres, they still got Machado. They got Soto. You know, they got the, the pitchers, Blake Snell. They got Musgrove. They got Hugh Darvish. They still got – they got Hayter. They got all these good players. So it doesn't make any difference if you won the division by 22 games. The Padres are still loaded with talent. So that's why, you know, it was a quick series. And what do you think about the Phillies? I mean, I that was – I think they stink. I think they I, stink. I don't, how did they win? winning. They're not going to beat the Padres. No way. They stink. Who did they beat the first round? They beat the, the Tampa Bay or was it Toronto? Oh, that, I'm, that's just oh, the American League. Yeah, wait, wait. Who did they beat? Who the hell did they beat? I can't well, even beat, think who they beat. They beat Atlanta in this last round. Yeah, but be, before before that, they who oh, they the beat? the Cardinals. Two straight. So they beat the Cardinals, they and then two they, beat the they beat two really good teams. How? See, I don't know. No idea how. No idea, buddy. So say, who's got um, home field in the San Diego Philly? San Diego, right? Yeah, San Diego okay. got home field. Yeah. All right, so San Diego, I'll take San Diego because I can root for Machado. But I just think it was interesting, like you said, it, it, it baseball's so weird. Like if you look at it, you know, the Mets should have won at least one series. The Braves should have won at least one series. The Dodgers should have won at least one series. You know, you got the Yankees in Houston who honestly in the American League, those guys were on the verge. Like Astros, like the Mariners were playing them. They, they were there. And yeah, then they they well. they really well. Yeah. You yeah. know, but but the Yankees, I mean, come on, if they don't if they didn't win tonight, you know, I don't know. I but mean they were, down, they were down two to one. They had to yeah. win two to one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you know, the Yankees Astros Astros gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but I think um the Astros are gonna take them unless I mean Judge, he's gotta quit striking out. I don't understand that either. He was striking out like crazy. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make well, any sense. That. He goes into those streaks where he'll strike out like eight, ten times. He's a streaky hitter. As good as he is, he can be very streaky. He's on a, he's on a hot streak now, though. He's heating up. Now he's back, yeah. He's always been streaky. Yeah. So so do you think the Astros are the Yankees? Oh, the Astros. The Astros are the best team in baseball. Yeah. So the Astros, Astros are going to run it. Yeah, the Astros are going to win it all, yeah. And they'll sure. beat the Padres? Yeah. Well, they're going to be that'll be a tough one, though. That'll be a close mm -hmm. one. And what yeah. did you think about the crazy part of it? And then we'll move on. That they were um, that um, Buck Showalter, you know, my old Orioles uh, manager, he was checking that guy's ears. Yeah, that was stupid. That that was that was dumb baseball stuff. <laughs> stupid. You know what? Buck Showalter loses all the time. All the time. He's a <laughs> he sucks. I hate him. He gets yeah. them there, and you got all this confidence when you get there. I remember when he coached the Orioles; everybody was so excited that he was the Orioles manager. And he just—it just—I remember that one series. Um, he wouldn't put Zach Britton in. No, he lost with Britton on the bench, and Britton didn't blow one save the entire season, and he never put him in a game. He lost the series with Britton on the bench. Like I never heard of that before. And then I think the next year, Britton went to the. Yankees? Yankees, yeah. 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 I mean, I couldn't believe it. Believe me, I was swearing at the TV. I was like, why are you why are you doing that? Of all things, why are you doing that? Yeah, Everything was not unhittable. Britain was unhittable that year. No one was gonna hit him. Stupid idiot. He's stupid. You guys stupid. Yeah. And then so the, the when they checked the guy's ears, I was laughing. His ears looked greasy. It looked greasy, but 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 it was just sweat. It was probably just sweat. It's you know, it was I don't know. He got hot. It wasn't a hot day. 
in New York City. They checked his ears for a long time, like a long time. They checked his ears. They didn't just go up and and say, "Okay, go on." It was weird. It was funny. They kept rubbing them and looking at them. And I and you know I know that they probably were thinking it's not that hot out. So how's this guy? But he's just sweating. Some guys sweat when it's ten degrees out. He was just. He's good. That guy's good. What's his name? Mus, uh, Musgrove. Musgrove. Oh, that guy. Let's move on to uh, to the. Okay, bing the bell. Wait, bing the bell. Wait, I go quickly. Bing the bell. Okay, now I want to go. I, I I come up with these. I'm I'm doing funny names here. I had the bats and balls. Now I want to talk about the association, but I want to call it the peach basket. <laughs> the peach. <laughs> basket. Okay. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't want to talk a lot about it because we got to get back to football and our bets. But it's tonight's opening night. You know, I can't stand talking about baseball, hockey, and basketball sometimes in the beginning because there's so many games. And it yeah, just drives me. You always hated that. It's just too many games. Like, yeah. I, still, I still think we're going to get into it, but I still think the NBA should start on Christmas Day. They never will because they need the money. Like, you don't understand. To drop games, it means that you got to drop. Everyone's going to make less money. When have you ever seen – an organization or a company say, you know what? We want to make less money. That's never going to happen. Yeah, but can't they just get money from the network? Because their product, they need that product. Everybody needs them. They can't, listen, they can't drop games. They, they, in fact, they'd like to add more. Like they can't <laughs> drop games. They're not, there's no one that's going to take a pay cut. I don't care if LeBron James is making $100 million a year. He's not going to okay a pay cut for next year. Like, no one does that. So there's no way that they're ever going to cut down games. So they'll never cut down NHL, MLB, or NBA? No. Like, who who in those organizations is willing to take less money? It no just one. seems like it's a lot of games. A lot. It just seems like it's a lot. It, well, it's, it is a lot. But that's why the players, they don't play every game now. Like, it's not like 20 years ago. I mean, uh, you know, like – um, what's the guy? Kawhi Leonard's coming back for the Clippers now. He's healthy, right? He's not going to play more than 50 games or 55 he's, games. He's healthy. He's going to be healthy for a week. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and Paul George and him, Kawhi and Paul George, they're going to play 55 games. There's, there's no, they're not even going to joke around about it. So they're still going to play 82 games. So the team is still going to make all that money, but the players aren't playing all the games. Like, they're How just- about this? How about um, hockey? So you know what happens with me too? I go back as a kid, you know, and I remember, you know, when we were kids, we played basketball was a winter sport. Hockey was a winter sport, you know, a soccer football was a fall sport. Like I think I, sometimes my head, you know, goes back that way. But how about this? What if they started in December, they would lose um, October to November and then November, two months. And what if they just played through the summer and didn't do that stupid summer league? And wouldn't people like that because kids are off from school and you can bring them to the games more? Uh, you know, you make the finals in the summer. No, because they can't do that in the summer because there's a reason that all those sports don't they don't air games in the summer because the TV ratings aren't as high in the summer because families still take vacations and families are outdoor stuff like <laughs> the, like the t like the TV ratings are at their peak in the winter when the NFL is closing yeah. their season. So, you know, it's it's a combination of a lot of things, but you're not going to get any drastic changes with those leagues. I mean, you're you're going to get very minor changes, and they're not even any changes. I mean, the only changes the NBA has done 
is they've allowed players to sit out all the games. Like they, they're like, yeah, just sit out. And they call it game management or whatever they call it. Yeah, game management, I think. So so they can't add the summer because I get oh. it, kids are out from school and all that. But I would love it that way if they could do it that way. Those leagues are not changing anything. Nothing. They're keeping it just the way it is. Ah. The NBA used to start to, – they're starting tonight. What is it? It's October 18th. It? It's the 18th. Okay, they used to start Halloween weekend. They used to start like October 30th. So they moved their league up two weeks. The only reason they did that was to put more space in between games. So they don't have to uh, go well, – Okay. Well, that, like yeah, because the injury – because the product's got to be on the court. Yeah. And if you're going to game manage guys, right, and or injury – like Anthony Davis, you know, you got You got to give them opportunities to get back on the court. Okay, so so I can't win that fight. I'm never going to win this, even no, though there's never, there's not going, there's no changes. It's not even. A, here's the thing. It's not even a discussion. That's not like like no one is talking about. Hey, listen, we really got to cut back ten games a year. That's not going to happen. You, That's you, you, realize the NBA, you realize that if the NBA cut back ten games, do you know how much less money they'd make? Like they'd make like twenty percent less. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, I guess I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking too that the players want the summer off too. Yeah. The players don't want to be. They want to go with their family on the you know the banana boat. Yeah. They want to go do stuff. I, I never thought of that. I don't even I mean, think. They're already, but they're already playing the finals in June. Yeah, yeah I get you. Know. July. I mean, no way. No, I, I understand. Like I, 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 you know, as usual, being a sports fan, I'm not even thinking about the players as as, as human beings. <laughs> I'm just, I, yeah, no, I know. I'm just thinking what's going to work for me. And and now that I, I I talked about that for ten minutes, it's stupid to think that these people would um, you know, like have to work summer in the summer with their and their families. It's not good. No, no, no. Listen, the way it's the way it is now, it's perfect. The NFL, the NFL has the summer, August and July with training camp. Baseball, baseball has the summer alone for two months plus. Like mm-hmm. after the after the NBA and the NHL ends in June, baseball has all of July and all of August by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and then you know, and then the NFL starts up and it, it basically takes over. But you're right, right now. We got Major League Baseball playoffs. We got the NBA. We got the NHL. We got the NFL. And then, even in a month, we're going to have World Cup soccer in mm-hmm. the Middle East, right? Yeah, and Dubai, Dubai no? Qatar, 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 or Dubai. Are those are those the same places? No, I think no. Dubai is different than Qatar. Am I echoing to you? A little bit. I think your your curtains coming down behind you. Oh, geez, really? It's going to. It's going to show all the canned goods back there. <laughs> all the chichi beans, <laughs> corn and green uh, beans, lima beans. So let's go on to the next one. Ready? Wait. Okay, wait I want to ask you one question. One more question. Well, you, well they is do their the bell. You still got like 30 seconds, so go. Yeah. Is it fair to even compare Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring title that LeBron James will pass him when Kareem didn't play four years? You know, he didn't come in at high school. Well, well, I mean, is LeBron taking longer time to pass him? I don't know. I don't think so. Wait, how many years did Kareem play? Well, I think Kareem played twenty years, right? I think he he. Yeah. So what's LeBron? Forty-one. 
Okay, and what's LeBron at right now? Well, LeBron's in his 20th year. Yeah. Oh, so so if he breaks it, I get I think, it. I think that I think Kareem played 20 years or 21 years. Right? So Yeah, so, so that argument doesn't doesn't hold water. Like if Kareem went right from high school, those four years, those first four years, it still it still doesn't matter. You're right. Or yeah, maybe it also, does because it's on the front end. Well, when you start when you start talking about these records, though, I mean, there's not going to be like complete equity, or you know, it's not going to mm-hmm. be like fair, you know. I mean, yeah. because there's more games and there's the game's different now. I mean, Kareem played, you know, when the game was slower and he just got yeah. the ball every time, so he, you know, like you know, it was a different game back then. Um, but I, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to compare the two eras or whether. You know, I, I just think it's a longevity record. So it just speaks to both of their longevity. They both kept themselves in amazing shape. I think that's really the true, like, value of this record. I think that's, you know, LeBron playing. I was just talking to my son earlier. LeBron is um, entering his 20th year, and he lost some weight last year. And he wasn't overweight last year. He was just a little more muscular, a little heavier. So this year he slimmed down even more which tells you about how LeBron looks at like his career. Like he knows that less weight is better. He knows that it's better on his knees and his feet and everything during the course of his, you know, the, of the season. Mm-hmm. Kareem was like that. Kareem was, you know, he was, uh, you know, basically light years ahead of his time when he was doing yoga. He was oh, doing yeah. yoga at 70. In the and 80s. Bruce Lee was teaching him karate. Yeah. So Kareem was doing things uh, 40 years ago that no one did to prolong his career. Kareem was always in fantastic shape. So that's what this yeah. record is about, really more than anything. Yeah, they're not eating potato chips, right? Yeah. They don't eat potato chips. Well, I, I bet you they don't eat many potato chips. I mean, if they – yeah, I mean, probably not. LeBron's got a commercial about potato chips. He's got some kind of hot and cheddar – two different um, chips and they made one for him. Well, so LeBron, maybe- likes, LeBron likes his, um, his, his wine and his tequila. So LeBron likes to drink a little bit. Yeah. And I heard he drinks a glass of wine every night. Now he does that thing. Yeah. yeah which is not bad. It's not bad. He'll probably, right? own a, he'll probably own a winery down the road. Maybe he'll buy Coppola's winery. Listen, LeBron, LeBron is going to buy, he's going to buy a team. He's going to own, LeBron in Vegas, own the Cavaliers someday or something. You watch LeBron or the new Vegas. team in Vegas. He's going to own the team in Vegas. Oh yeah, that, that's right. He wants to. He wants to buy the expansion team and own it in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's right. All right, so hit the bell. All right, here we go. And I'm going to ask you if you want to talk about this. Go again. That's a great bell. Where'd you get that? It's for the dog to teach the dog tricks. It's really? Got it's got little paws on it. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that thing. So let me ask you: Do you want to talk about hockey at all, or just say no? No. All right, the Vegas Knights are four and zero, though, right? They're three and zero. They're playing their fourth game. Tonight. Yeah, fourth game tonight. Okay, we won't talk about it. I mean, again. Like, I, when do we talk about those things? Did we start talking about hockey in May. Get out of here, May. When it's cold out, even no, in Vegas, when, it's no, be chilly. in the middle of the, the playoffs. Oh, you want to wait that long? Yeah, get out of here with hockey. There's too much going on. I don't got time to talk hockey. Did you know that hockey players, they have these certain um, pants they go buy. I think there's like certain people that make them that um, so they can fit 
in them because they're big asses and they're big thighs. Uh, yeah, they can't yeah. fit regular pants, you know. They they, they they can't do it. But that has to be football players more than hockey players. I no, mean, hockey guys, like remember Ross Bartel? It was shaven when he was in fifth grade. Yeah, he was shaving like when he was in fifth grade. He probably was on steroids then or something. But he um he he played um hockey and he had a gigantic ass and gigantic thighs, like Robert Newhouse thighs and an ass to match. And that's the thing because the lower body, you're moving that lower body and like speed skaters. You've seen speed uh, skaters. Crazy. Yeah. Speed no, skaters I, have got big legs. Yeah, remember Eric, Eric Hyden. Yeah, remember Eric Hyden's legs? Yeah. So what happens is um, there was a story I read that a lot of the hockey players, they got, they all got connections and they all use the same connections. I don't know. I'll, I'll do some more research and find out actually the brand. And they find these, these, these places where they can get their pants. And it's yeah. not just a tailor. It's like, a, it's like these people that make pants, especially for their big asses and big thighs. All right. So we'll move on from hockey. So we're done yeah. with hockey. Um, what do you want to go? You want to go, you want to go right into the Sunday sweat this week's, NFL action? Yeah. yeah. All right, totally. right, you go ahead. Just tell me what you want to talk about. Yeah. So um, so this Sunday, we got uh, – let me see the big games this Sunday. You want to talk about Thursday Saints-Cardinals? <laughs> no. No, that game – that game – that Thursday games are terrible, man. I don't know what they're doing with those games. I think they don't want Bezos. I think they're purposely giving them all the crappy games. Because they don't want them. I don't, it's terrible. Well, and they, the they, team, got, they got bad luck, though. I mean, you know, like yeah. that game last night. or Was it last night? There was a game last night, right? That was a terrible game last night. Oh, my God. Any game Russell, Russell Wilson plays in now is a bad game. Yeah, he's bad. He stinks. He's he, I think he – you know what? I think Seattle's smart, and I think oh they God. knew. They knew he was at his going down. He was like, a, you know, the stock market. Like, he was up. They knew he was on a – trajectory down it's weird like you look at him now kind of like Aaron Rodgers I think he's on his way down too because those guys don't like you know do the food and the diet and all the stuff that Brady does like I don't think they're I think they're into it obviously but I think Brady's a maniac because both those guys I know you told me it's offensive line I get it it is but who for who for both those guys for the for for Aaron Rodgers and um Russell Wilson well, well, uh, Russell Wilson, yeah, Russell Wilson has good offense, so he has good players. I, I don't know why he's struggling so much, but Brady's offensive line is not as good as it was two years ago or even last year. His off, you know, he lost a couple players. Uh, you know, they left through free agency, and then he, uh, you know, he's got a couple injuries, so his line is really struggling. He's not getting the time to throw that he needs, and they're not, you know, they're. So plus, you know, he's got some injuries in the out, you know, that he's missing Gronkowski. Antonio Brown, you know, is gone, you know, because he took off his uniform at halftime and ran around the stadium. <laughs> he was doing influencing. He's an influencer. That guy's crazy. Man. He's an Instagram influencer. So what about um what about Rogers? You think um what's that guy? Bacchiara? Yeah, Rogers is in a bad way too because he doesn't have any receivers. Obviously, he's got like these new guys, Romeo Dobbs, he's got uh, this guy, Christian Watson from North Dakota State or something, who not good, injured all the time, not playing. And then he's got Ellen Lazard and then Randall Cobb. But Randall Cobb went out, so he's out. He doesn't he's have any, any receivers. He's struggling. Like he's really What about that Bakari guy? What's his name, Bakari? 
Uh, David Bakhtiari. Back, how do you say it? Bakhtiari. Sometimes I want to say Bakarak. Yeah. Bakarak. You're going to get the name wrong anyway. Just say it how you say it. It's okay. I, I'll, I'll just call him the best. He's the best tackle on their team. You could never even say Brett tackle. Favre. You still can't say Brett Favre to this day. Brett Favre. You never yeah. said the V. You used to call him Brett Favre. Yeah, now, now, now I say Brett Favre. Favre. That's all you ever said. It don't matter. You know what I call him now? You what? scumbag. You scumbag. You stole all that money from those people in Mississippi. That's what I called. Now I call him that. I can't believe it, that guy. If he gets convicted of that, he took all that money from those poor people in Mississippi. Listen, they don't he, got nothing down there. He's not even being charged. He's not even he's what? Not in danger. He's the only problem that he's had so far is he's been like convicted in the court of public opinion, but he's not even charged with any kind of federal indictment or anything right now. And and you know what he took the money for to build some volleyball gym for Mississippi for Southern Mississippi and Hattiesburg. His college, old Southern Miss. Yeah, he should have been building that gym for the poor and needy in Mississippi and Jackson or something. It's crazy. You know man. what? Listen, you know whatever. But okay, so let's okay. He was text messaging the attorney general or the governor or some high-ranking political, you know, mm -hmm. some some elected official. He was texting him saying, "We need that money for the for the gym." And the guy texted back and said, "Listen, I don't want to go to jail for this." And said, <laughs> text first said, don't worry about it. I got to cover. Don't worry about it. We're good. What, the, what kind of Wait, the guy texted him? Was the guy crazy? But that the that guy, was a, that was the text message conversation. It was some big high-ranking uh, elected official in Mississippi. I don't know if it was the attorney general or the governor or one I'll of those. I'll tell you what the problem is. I'll tell you what the problem is. Favre is texting him going, I don't worry about it. No one's going to get arrested. I'm Brett Favre. Don't worry you know, about it. You know what it is? They're white. It's a bunch of white guys. They've never watched a mob movie, and they don't understand that you walk around, do the walk and talk, and you have your hand. I mean, the baseball and football and all those guys, they probably they figured it out after a while. They watch enough mom movies, and they see how they put their hand over their, or their mouth. Even when they're just walking, they do it. And then if you have to talk on the phone, you call the pay phone. And I know there's not any pay phones anymore, but you can find one maybe somewhere. And if you really need to get on the phone, but you don't text them, or you don't call them on a phone with a satellite finding thing. on the Jets, he was text messaging that girl. Therapist or some girl saying, No, the cheerleader, the cheerleader, whatever it was, he was text messaging her saying, It would be so great if you were giving oh. me a rub right now. Like, what? Like, the guy's an idiot. <laughs> he is. He is. Well, you know, they should just watch a couple mob movies and take notes. I can't believe that guy. I don't want to go to jail. What are you, are you crazy? That's the thing, though. He thinks. The, like based off of his text message exchange with the the, the high-ranking elected officials of Mississippi, he had no fear of getting caught. Like he just he was texting like I'm Brett Favre. Don't worry about it. I we got this. Just give yeah. me the money. Give me the money. It's kind of like James Worthy. The guy's like, oh, this is, I, I'm a little uneasy about taking it from the welfare fund. Brett Favre's like, ah, oh, that's okay. Just don't worry about it. Just send the money to me so I can get that gym. What? What's he well, talking about? Because Brett Favre probably was getting kickbacks from the cement company and all the other contractors going to work on that gym. But you know what it's like? He's been You're doing that stupid commercial with the waistband for your back. Him and Jerry Rice, they're doing those commercials where they wear the neoprene thing. Like, like get out of here. He's making money. He's, he's Brett Favre.
But you're right. They they think they're invincible. It's like remember James Worthy when they got caught getting those prostitutes, and he and he signed one with a credit card. He paid with a credit card. Well, and I always said, I always said, what do you sign? What do you sign it? James Worthy, number forty-two. That was your joke back then. It was a great joke. Yeah, he signed it in the eighties. He signed it, James hey, Worthy, James, big game game. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a little off track there, but that's that's just how things are. Right, you know, go, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about the Thursday game. We're going to go Sunday. No, so the, pick the best some game games. this week. The best game this week is the Chiefs are now mm-hmm. playing the 49ers in San Francisco. So the Chiefs go from playing the Bills to the Niners back-to-back. That's a, that's a tough two-game back-to-back games. I mean, the Bills and the Niners are both tough teams. And the, the Niners Chiefs, just got beat by the Falcons, but, you know. Um, the Chiefs lost to the, they lost to the Bills, right? Yeah, the Bills beat them. Yeah, so now, now they got to go into San Francisco. <laughs> now, granted, San Francisco's injured. Their defense is very injured. But that's a tough game for the Chiefs, man. I mean, that, you know, like they could lose two in a row. Yeah, that's not a that's not a layup. That game's not a layup. No, the Niners at all. are tough. I mean, the Niners do have some injuries, but at home, the Niners are a lot different too than away. Yeah, they're a tough team. So man. that's that's so you would you would um well, I don't want to talk about the the picks right now, but you think that's a good game of the week? Um, do you think the yeah, where's the other one? Um, do you think the See, there's not well, a lot of right, there's a lot of bad games this week, but you know what's another yeah. really good game? What's a really good game is only because their season is turning out to be so great. Is the Giants are at Jacksonville, they're playing the Jaguars, and the Giants are freaking well, they're five and one. They're five and one, right? And they're yeah, and they're three-point underdogs. Yeah, and so they're still underdogs. So the Giants are playing great ball. You you, yeah, you, I was talking you to Frankie D. Frankie D was calling that coach for the Giants a gnome. He said he's What's a gnome. Five eight. Oh, <laughs> I thought Frankie. He said I love that guy. I can relate to him. He loves him. He loves love him. him. He says he's relatable. He says he's relatable because he thinks he could see him at Damadio's bar yeah, in Rome. He's one of those. Like, guys. Yeah, yeah, he'd be talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're right. The schedule this week it's not a good schedule. Well, here's a game: Colts Titans. Well, yeah, those are usually that's usually a, a, a good game, but the Colts are three, two, and one. Those they somehow, and the, and the Titans are three and two. Wait, why are the? Oh, the Titans must have had a bye last week. Then I guess. Yeah, they had a bye. The Raiders yeah. had a bye. Titans had a bye. Okay. So this week, um, it's the Vikings got a bye. Well, you know who's Love the it. surprise team so far? The Falcons. They're three and three. But here's something that you'll appreciate: the Falcons are six and zero oh against the spread. They're undefeated against the spread this year. Really? Yeah. So, so that game, that. that game, they got Cincinnati minus six in Cincinnati against the Falcons. Yeah. So the Falcons are getting six points. So it might be a good, um, you you know, you add a, a point. I like taking, laying the money and you add some points and add it to seven. If Cincinnati wins by seven, if Cincinnati's up by 10 late or even 14 late, and they get a Falcons get a backdoor touchdown. You well, can that's still, how they've covered a couple times earlier. They were getting blown out, and they scored a couple late TDs just yeah. to cover the spread. Yeah, because that Mariota, he he gets them up and down the field, and and, and he's not a know, very he, good passer, but he does move them. He moves well, you know, them, and got, the, the Falcons got this coach Arthur Smith. He was the assistant coach for Tennessee. 
you know, with Tannehill and uh, and Derrick Henry. So yeah. Arthur Smith is an interesting story. He's been an assistant coach for a few years. You know, bounced around. He bounced around a lot in, in NFL, but but he had to. Um, something about his father is um, I think Frederick Smith or something. His father is the founder of FedEx. Oh, really? So this guy Arthur Smith is like he comes from. He's, he's a well comes from a wealthy family. Holy smoke! I mean, his father makes more than him. Like you know, he's one of the few coaches where his father still makes more money than him. <laughs> you know, but he did something where he said that um, early on in his career, I guess he was coaching in Washington or something, and I guess oh Washington played in a FedEx uh, stadium, right? Yes. And, um, Right, they, I think their stadium was named the FedEx uh, Stadium for a while, right? And I think so the I, Titans now, maybe the Titans have them as a sponsor now. Maybe no, I don't. But no, Arthur Smith left. He didn't want to coach at Washington anymore because he said that he can't be associated with FedEx because he he's got to go out on his own or else his career won't take off if they think that he's just dad. Oh. All right, that makes sense. So so he had to like sort of try to break away from the name. And try to like establish his own path, and I guess he did. I mean, he became a he became a, a, a top offensive coordinator for the Falcons, and um, no, or for the um, Tennessee Titans. And then he got this head job, and he's done a pretty good job. I mean, last year they were seven and nine with Matt Ryan at quarterback, and nothing. They had nothing, and this year they're three and three. So he, you know, he's done a pretty good job. Three and two, three and two. They had a bye last week, so no, that's the game. No, no, they're three and three. The Falcons are three and three. I'm oh, looking I'm at. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, you know, that's these are the, the, you're right about the games. It's really not that fantastic. The Packers, Packers against the Washington, Bucks against Panthers. The Giants, yeah. Jags is a good, good game. Browns, good. Ravens, Browns, Ravens isn't a good game, really. The Jets, Jets got to go to Denver. The Jets are four and two. They go to Denver and the mm. Giants five and one. They go to Jacksonville. I mean, that's a surprise. The Jets and Giants are both pretty good. Yeah, that's a weird. That's weird that the you know the Jets. You know, they, yeah, you could take both New York teams with the points, and the the, the you know the Raiders. I can't believe the Raiders are seven point favorite. The Raiders are a seven point favorite. Yeah, they're supposed to blow Texans out. They won't blow them out. But look mm-hmm. at this one. The worst game of the week is the Bears against the Patriots. Oh my God, a Monday night. Oh my God. There's some terrible, you know, I'm not going to complain because the Vikings need a season where a lot of the good teams are not good. And that's what's happening so far. I don't know if it's going to be true later on, but, you know, um, there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams having trouble. A lot of teams. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints Cardinals, not that great. Falcons Bengals. Bengals are barely hanging in there. Cowboys, you know, we'll see. They play the Lions. They'll probably get beat by the Lions with Dak coming back with that finger. Colts-Titans is a good game. Those teams, again, though, they're like – right now they're not playing fantastic. The Packers aren't playing great. The Washington's going to change their quarterback to he- – what's that guy? Hanky. Hanky. Uh, Taylor. No, I call him Lowenbrow. Why? Because it's a beer. What's it's the guy? Beer. What's the guy's name, though? Taylor t- – Tyler – Heineke. Heineke. So you yeah. call him Lowenbrow. <laughs> so he's going to play, and I guess a lot of the Washington fans, I talked to Eric Raz about it, and he thinks that guy's better than Wentz. And I go, it doesn't matter. You guys stink. Yeah. You don't West even have And then, so you, then you got Buccaneers, Panthers. Yeah, but go, go back to Washington, though. How funny was it last week 
when they were interviewing Ron Rivera and they said, uh, hey, Ron, the other three teams in your division are all 4-1 and 5-0. And, and he said, you're 1-4 in, in last place. What's the difference between your team and the other three teams in your division? And Rivera just says deadpan, one word, quarterback. Right. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's right. He says quarterback. And then he tries to explain – well, their quarterbacks have been in their system longer than our quarterbacks have been in our system, and those teams are built around their quarterbacks. He gave some ridiculously lame sort of like explanation that was trying to give context to what he said, and it was really bad. It was really weak. And so then the rest of the week, they kept throwing that up at him, and by the time they won the game, they won the Thursday night game, he got mad. He was yelling at the reporters. He's like, God damn it, I'm the one that wanted Wentz here, and you're pissing me off. And he stormed off the press conference. Like, what a knucklehead. He, you're the one. You're the one that started it. You're the one that said quarterback, and now he's pissed at the media because they keep grilling him with questions about, you know, is it true that you didn't really want Wentz and the ownership made you take him? And he's getting all mad. Like, like these coaches, these coaches, they've been around forever. Ron Revere has been around the NFL forever for 30, oh, yeah. 30, 40 years. Yeah. He's acting like a fool. Like, you're the one that said quarterback. Nobody twisted your arm and said, hey, say quarterback and we can get a drama going. He's the one that did it. And you know what it is, T? Because no one, no one can just say something and then go. That's what I said. Everyone says something, then they applaud. Wait, they apologize, or then they get they go through this thing. And it's like a washer machine, and they just talk like he did with all that stuff. Really, what he said was true. They don't have the best quarterback in that division. Hertz is better. Dak Prescott's better. Even Rush is probably better as a the backup guy for Dallas than than Wentz. And then Daniel Jones is play, is is you know he's good. So so what are we talking about? That's what he should have said. It's not about he shouldn't have said it anyway. Even though he's right, sure. You're the coach. You're first of all, he's like a 55 year old coach. You've been around forever. You don't say it. Don't say quarterback when they ask you. When they ask you what's the difference between your team and the teams that are doing well in your division, just say, you know what? We haven't caught our stride yet. We're going to catch them. That's all you got to say. You don't answer it honestly. You, nobody does that. What, you don't gain anything from it. He gained nothing from it. Why answer the question honestly? Why not say, I mean, yeah, Ronald, just died. you've been around forever. You've been around since Mike Ditka coached the Bears in the 80s. You've been around forever. You don't know that when they ask you what's the difference between your team, you don't know that you should say, hey, you know what? There's not much difference. We're going to catch them. We're going we're gonna to get it together. We're going to catch them. No. Ron Rivera says quarterback. What? Shut up. And, and then it's now, less than a week later, he's yelling at the media for grilling him, and he's going, and he's pissed off, and he goes, it really pisses me off. Shut up, Ron. You're the one that did this. You yeah, you did it. You screwed you up. Well, just, you know how are you going to motivate? How are you going to motivate your team? Let alone the quarterback when you're that talking team, like that. That team is a mess right now because of him. Ron Rivera yeah. is a respected football guy. I don't know why. He's been he's been a coach for like a dozen years between yeah. Carolina and Washington. He's got like eight losing seasons. I don't know why they respect him so much. He's not a great coach. I mean, he, he's he's must be, he's probably a really good guy. So, you know, he's well-respected. I don't see how he's respected as a head coach. 
you know, the guy for the Cowboys, McCarthy, everyone thinks that he's a like a babbling buffoon because he can't seem to know when to challenge a play on the field or he doesn't know when to stop the clock. But he's got like a great record. Mm-hmm. I mean, his win and loss record, even with a backup quarterback in Dallas, he's got like a winning record with the backup quarterback in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, but Ron Rivera is so well regarded. He's such a great coach. He's a, he's a straightforward guy. And get out of here with that straightforwardness. Nobody needs straightforwardness with the media. Just, mm-hmm. just, just bullshit the media. Just bullshit them. It's not hard. <laughs> just bullshit them. Well, they love him because they love him because you know he's known as Riverboat Ron. Remember? And they, I didn't even get that. What Riverboat Ron? Because he used to go for it on fourth down. Yeah, because he used to. Yeah, because he used to go for it when they played with the Panthers. When he played with the pan, when they had the Panthers. Stupid nickname. He never like the Carolina wasn't even near a river. Like there wasn't even a river that ran through Charlotte that I know about. What river? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if there is. You're right. Riverboat Ron. I don't know. Listen, everything, everything about Ron Rivera is all wrong with that team. It's just all wrong. And, all right, let's, let's know, pick that's some why that team's no good. He sucks. All right, let's pick some picks. You gotta I'm gonna you gotta pick um you pick some games and then I'll pick some quick ones here. Uh, it, it's a shitty week, though. It's a shitty week. Listen, I'm gonna pick, wow. I got a surprise pick for you this week, right? Uh, yeah, I watched I watched the Eagles Cowboys game. I watched it really closely, mm-hmm. and um, of course the Cowboys lost that game. They made it close at the end, but they still choked in the end. But the Cowboys are getting Dak Prescott back. They're four and two. They had an incredible run with Cooper Rush as their backup quarterback. Like they really mm-hmm. they were four and one, and that's pretty good considering they beat the Giants, they beat the Bengals, they beat Washington, and they beat the Rams. So they mm-hmm. beat like a few good teams with, with their backup quarterback, right? And even with the Eagles, the backup didn't play a very good game, but they still somehow came back and it was 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Okay, so the Cowboys look like they're catching their stride, but this mm-hmm. is a weird, this is a weird team. The Cowboys are always a weird team. Like I never, I never trust their mental toughness. <laughs> I never trust their coach. I think that I think that their coach is the weirdest coach. I call him Muddy, Muddy McCarthy. Like, he, like he's Muddy McCarthy. He mucked <laughs> up everything in the game. Like, like that, that game, like CeeDee Lamb got tackled on third down, and he had the first down. It was clear he had the first down. Uh, For some reason, the, the, the coach, like, like Dallas had the ball. Like, they had the ball. So they could have they slowed it down and, and let their video guy look at the replay, and he can get a call down saying, hey, Mike, we have the first down, like you should challenge it. But he, what does he do? He quickly runs a play on fourth down that they don't get. And he runs a terrible play on fourth down that they don't get. Like, like McCarthy will muddy up anything. Like he'll muddy up a free lunch. So I don't know. That that was bad. It's like just challenge the spot. You, you know, need it. You need is, the ball. Like, you, know, you think like you think, oh, it's only one play, it doesn't really have that mm. much effect on the game. Mm. You know what? That one play tells you everything you need to know about McCarthy. You cannot trust him. Like, why the hell are you like it would be different? It'd be different if there was a question of the spot and Philadelphia had the ball and they were rushing to the line quick to get the playoff. Now you gotta now you have to determine whether do I gotta call a timeout to give mm-hmm. my guy more time? Mm-hmm. That's different. You got the ball. Mm-hmm. Like it, you don't want, you, and you don't want to give up the ball. ball. You can you can run the forty second shot clock down or the or the play clock down to almost nothing, 
And then while, while your guy is looking at the video, you know, he could say, hey, hey, Mike, Mike, or he should say, hey, Muddy, Muddy, listen, we should challenge this, <laughs> right? And then, and then Muddy McCarthy could just drop the red flag, which stops the clock. But you know what I'm confused about too, Tom? Isn't there one of the coaches on the um on the marker looking, watching, like as the play goes? And and then because there's always a guy, a coach. I think there's always a coach at the marker to watch it. I always see a guy. So right off the bat, that guy would go to him and go, I think we gotta challenge well, it. And I then I know we gotta still case, get the- I think in this case, I think every team has every team must have a guy on the video. I think every, every that's that's where this comes from. It's not a guy on the field watching it. There has to be some guy watching video replay really quickly, who's got access to the coach. So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but and also every time every time Muddy right. McCarthy screws one of these things up, his explanation. What happened? Nothing. You disappeared. Wait, where are you? I'm right here. I'm on. Oh, there you are. I can hear you. I can see yeah, you, you and I'm on and we're, we're going. Oh, there you are. Uh, my phone was ringing. So, so you clicked away. So oh, no, okay. the saying is that every time, every time Muddy McCarthy screws up one of these um, challenge plays or he screws up like, like, the, like the clock at the end of the half or the end of the game, his explanation afterwards never answers the question. Like he never gives like a, a, a an, an explanation that is, um, is even remotely close to the question. Like they asked him, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you challenge that play? Like he was clearly across the line. And his explanation was, well, the referee told me that his knee was down. What? Like that? Well, of course the referee got it wrong, dummy. Like the referee got it, like, like that was his explanation. That's what he said to the media afterwards. Well, the referee told me his knee was down. How? I mean, I'm like amazed. I'm amazed that he's still doing this. He always seems like he's in a fog, like he's confused. Yeah, like he's and he's not a he's not a bad coach, and he's and he's not a stupid guy. But what happens is he's terrible when it when it comes down to like last second decisions. He's mm-hmm. terrible when there's a clock on him. He can't yeah. function. Like he's just like that's his weakness. If something happens quickly, he doesn't have have kind of anticipation. He doesn't know how to slow the game down and say, "Wait a minute." Like he's never a, he's never a step ahead, never. So you know that's his weakness, and and you know it's happened enough where like the owner, like Jerry Jones, he's so involved with the team. You would mm-hmm. think the owner would come down and say, "Listen, we're gonna hire a guy, and he's gonna handle the end of game situations with the clock, and he's gonna handle the challenge play." And they don't even have to tell you that there's a guy. They don't even have to tell you that they hired a guy. They could just put someone there. Yeah. They could say to him, he could say, listen, Muddy, listen, we're going to take it off your hands. Don't say anything. Don't tell anybody. But there's going to be a guy that's going to be in your ear saying, Mike, call timeout now. And you do what he said. You know, like that's what that's what they should do. Again, you don't have to be honest with the media. You don't have to tell the media that someone took over that part of the game. Right. But this guy is still he's still controlling whether you kick a field goal or not in the last 30 seconds. He can't do it. Like he, you that's know, a good point. He, he, are, you, are you saying you're going to take the lions? That's what, that's what I'm, yeah, I'm getting at is now the Cowboys are set up. They're set up. They got Dak coming back. They got a good defense. They got a good team. The Cowboys are a good team. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't, 
You can't at home. Right? So at home. this is the kind of game where I guarantee you they come out and they play flat. And the mm. Lions are one of those teams that are gritty. You can't give them an inch. If you mm-hmm. give them an inch, they'll run you. They'll run you right into the ground. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling this game is going to be close and down to the wire. And mm-hmm. I think the Lions plus seven points. I'm okay. You got anything else? Yeah. Or is that your game of the week? No. The other thing is this. I got another surprise. I got another surprise for you, buddy. Okay. The Raiders are seven-point favorites. The Raiders are off to a really bad start, but everyone is convinced that the Raiders are a good team, much better team than their record. The Texans are going to do the same thing to the Raiders that the Lions are going to do to the Cowboys. Mm. The Texans are another gritty team. They're going to come in, and they're going to play their balls off on Sunday here in in Vegas. And and that's going to be a close game. If the Raiders win, it's going to be a Daniel Carlson field goal because they got the best kicker. They got mm-hmm. one of the best kickers in the league. The Raiders are going to win by like two points or three points or something like that. The Texans are going to cover, and I think that the Lions are going to cover. And those are two, like any sharp better, you know, the sharps and the squares, yeah. any yeah. sharp better is going to say, that Tommy T don't know shit. Like any sharp better is going to go, that guy don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I may not know what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you, I don't trust the Raiders. I don't trust the Cowboys. I say pick against them. And you could even you could even add the hook in it. And and buy the hook and have seven and a half. Yeah, now which how much, would be how much now you always talk about that. So how much would that cost me? Um, probably another 10. So if it's one, you know, if it's 110 to win a hundred and they're uh you're plus seven, maybe it'd be another 10 or 15. So it'd be okay. 120 okay. or one or, or one or one um 25, 130. Um, you know, so so sometimes it's worth it on both of those games. Um to do that, and it won't it won't be a lot because they're already down a dog by seven. So my my thing is I I'm gonna do my senior six pack. I'm gonna do my senior six pack, which is a combination of three games and six picks, and I put them all together and I try to see if I can if I can make this happen here. So I'm gonna take the Bengals. I'm gonna take the Bengals. I think the Falcons are good, and I know they've been playing good, but I'm gonna take the Bengals at home, and and I'm actually gonna lay the six points. And I'm going to wow. take the over. Wow! And I'm, and I'm going to take the over in that game. I got a feeling that that Joe Cool is going to is going to roll these guys this week. And let's see here, Atlanta, because Atlanta they beat San Fran. They're going to be all happy. They beat San Fran. They almost beat Tampa Bay. You know, and the, the Bengals barely beat the Saints. Like they 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 were at New Orleans. They were at Baltimore. They lost to Baltimore. They barely beat the Saints. They're coming home. I think they're going to regroup. And I think they're going to see that they could they got that division if they move, you know, if they make moves, because Baltimore is is faltering too. And don't get me started on that because that Lamar Jackson, sleepy Lamar Jackson, he, he ain't worth three hundred million dollars. The guy makes no. mistakes left and right. He makes mistakes. The guy's terrible. So Barry, I think it's an Barry, none, of these, none of these quarterbacks are. None of these quarterbacks My are worth none of them are that Did good. You see that Lamar Jackson? Like again, yeah, he, he's, he's in good. the fourth quarter. It's in the fourth quarter. He looks like he just woke up. He's, he's throwing it good. Around. He's fumbling. It's like, what are you doing? It's no, like, what are you doing? Lamar Jackson's a good player. He's a good quarterback. He's not that good. He's, he's not, not that good. great. So I think the Bengals are going to seize that division. This week's going to be their start of seizing that division. I'll take the Bengals yeah. minus the six and like the that. over. Then I'm going to the late games, and I'm going to take the Chargers minus minus six and a half. I'm going to buy it down to six. 
and I'm going to take the over in that game too because Seattle, man, that Geno Smith, he can light up the scoreboard. That guy is man, did Seattle make the trade of the year by getting rid of Russell Wilson and giving the job to Geno? Geno's better than Russ. Geno's awesome. That guy's like fantastic, oh. and they score. So there's going to be a lot of scoring there. I know the Chargers didn't play that fantastic yesterday, but the Denver's got a good D. And and I think they'll reboot and they'll and they'll be able to move the ball um, at home and they're playing at home again against the Seahawks. I think they'll take that. And then I feel that the Dolphins are going to come back after getting beat by my Minnesota Vikings, even though they had like 500 yards of offense. <laughs> the Vikings still beat them. The Dolphins had like 400 something yards of 480 or 40. Yeah, the Vikings. The Vikings don't have a good defense. No, they give up. They give up the yards. They but they stop the Dolphins. But then again, we're talking about the third string quarterback. Then he went out, and then Teddy Two Gloves came in, and Teddy Two Gloves burned him. I mean, he he was beating them. But but the Vikings, they they win. They won. They're ugly. They're winning ugly, and I love it. You know what I mean? And they're winning. They're winning in the fourth quarter. So they're showing they got some. They got some some huevos. But I'm going to take the Dolphins. Two is coming back. I'm going to take him. Is he? Can we call him the throw-in Samoan number two, 2.0? He's not Samoan. He's Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian, right? Isn't that Samoan? Yeah, but Samoan is the throw-in Samoan. Who's the – you remember the, you mean the throw-in Samoan from the 70s? You mean Jack Thompson? Yeah. How do you remember that guy? I remember that guy. Can't we – I think we should call two of the throw-in throw Samoan. No, you can't call him a Samoan. He's not Samoan. You can't just make up a, a heritage for the guy. There are a lot of Samoans though, on that Hawaiian island. I know, and, but I don't think two is one of them. And Brigham Young University goes and recruits all of them. They get them, and then they send them on yeah. a mission. And then yeah. they bring them back, and they're like a year older, and they're gigantic, and they're big, and they're strong. Okay, anyway, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Minus seven. Um, I'll just keep it at minus seven. I'm going to take the over to playing the Steelers. Kenny Littlehands yeah. Pickett. That's another of my nickname. Kenny yeah. Littlehands Pickett. Guy, little hands guy. Small I don't even yeah. know. Little hands, little hands. Yeah. So that's my senior six pack. Dolphins minus Dolphins over. Chargers uh, minus Chargers over. And the Bengals and Joe Cool uh, and uh, over. And yours are the Lions. Yours are the big upset specials. The Lions plus seven, maybe by the hook, yeah. seven and a half. And then you've got the re- the uh, Texans. Plus in seven. coming into Vegas, you're going to go against the, your hometown team. I think that both the Cowboys and the Raiders can win those games, but I just like the NFL is so close this year. I don't know. I don't see the Cowboys blowing anybody out, man. The Cowboys are a weird team. They're good. Right. They're talented, right. but man, they'll they'll make bad plays when you least expect it. Yeah. You oh, you got okay. Hit the, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit right. the bell. Right, you got go. any final sweaty thoughts? No, my 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 yeah. final sweaty thought is this: Tom Brady goes to Robert Kraft's wedding on Friday night, right? Yeah. And then he ends up, he, and then he decides to meet the team in Pittsburgh on Saturday for the game mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. No yeah. big deal. No big deal. Like normally, an NFL team they cut out practice at two o'clock on Friday, so maybe Brady boarded a private jet right after practice and got up to New York sure for, in time for the former, his former boss's wedding, right? On Friday night. Okay. No big deal. But the thing is this, if Tampa beats like the, the suddenly downtrodden Steelers, like 35 to three, nobody would have gave it a second thought. Like nobody would have said anything about it, but because 
Tampa Bay loses another game. Now they're three and three. They lose to the Steelers, who stink. Everyone knows the Steelers stink. So now all everyone's talking about is what's Brady doing? Like, why is he taking 11 days off during training camp? And why is he taking Friday and Saturday off to go to a wedding? Like, he, like now they're saying that Brady's not fully committed. So, again, this is another thing where – What his wife said, too. She said that he's not committed to her, though, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. She said the same thing. He's not fully committed to, yeah. to what's so, going on here. So now, listen, but that that's what – you know what ends up happening is – you know, you you come out like the way you the way you conduct your life, you know, you don't you don't escape anything. So he comes out, his wife says that he's not committed to her marriage, and his team is saying that he's not committed to them and their cause. So now he's like he's not pleasing anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not you're not satisfying anyone right now. So he's in a he's in a precarious position right now. It's not looking good, you know, for TB12. And uh, you know. I mean, they could easily turn around with two or three wins in a row and then everyone forgets about it. But if the team continues to struggle, TB12 is going to have to answer. You're going to have to answer. Yeah. And I've had, I've had our PR, I've had our PR department call him, which is me. Yeah. Um, But he won't take my call now. He's like, he doesn't want to come on now anymore. (laughs) I think he thinks we're going to re like really get on him about everything. He's he's trying to, he's trying to, just play football now. He doesn't. He loves you, but now he don't want to talk. Now he's like, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I, you know, I mean, look at what he's done has been bad. You know, if the team wins, but you know, now you're you know asking for it and you know whatever. And then he's yelling at the his teammates on the sidelines. He's dropping a bunch of f bombs. Yeah, he's spin on. Well, my final sweaty thought is. Go for it. I think in the next few weeks there's going to be some interesting running back um changes. I think Melvin Gordon was very disappointed last night. He had like two carries or three carries for eight yards. He thought he should have been in the game. I don't think he's happy. Cam Akers is also like supposedly not happy in L.A. with the Rams. Yeah, he's not even not with him anymore. Yeah, and then and then McCaffrey. There's news they want the Carolina wants to move McCaffrey. So <clears throat> I don't know who's going to take those teams. I mean, 49ers need a running back. Um. I don't know who else would want those guys, but I know the 49ers need to run it. Maybe you know, the Bills and the Chiefs, they always want you know want guys. Yeah, those, those are the three teams. You just hit it right in the head. Those are the three teams that want running backs for sure, right there. And yeah. and there's gonna there's gonna be something happen in the next few weeks. Um, but I don't understand how Kansas City can do it because they got two good running backs. The guy from Rutgers, that that rookie, he's good. I don't know his name. Yeah. Chico, Pachico. Yeah. His yeah. name's Chico. No, Pachico. Oh, well, we should call him Chico. Hey, yo, okay. Chico, yo. That's what he should call. And then, and they got that little guy, the little guy with three names from LSU. Oh, Edwards, Edwards Alaire. Yeah, I get these guys with their hyphen. Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yeah. 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 So why would they need Acres or McCaffrey or 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 uh, or Gordon? Well, because. They're a team that can incorporate different guys into their system and yeah. and, they, and they hit you with multiple, you know, multiple different angles and multiple plays and different players. I mean, they're they're the kind of team that could. But McCaffrey's going to be worth a lot more than the other two guys, right? Well, yeah, but the problem with McCaffrey is that he's got a huge contract. So, yeah. so whoever gets him stuck with his contract, I think the other guy, 
Um, Akers is on his rookie deal. Akers has no contract. The Melvin Gordon, his contract's yeah. not that big. No, yeah. Yeah. But that's going to happen. That's my final sweaty thought. Okay, so ring the All bell. Right. All right, buddy. All right, so everybody, that's it for us. Old Men Sweats, Barry D and Tommy T. Go follow us on all the social media at Old Men Sweats. Go go uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and all that good stuff. Go listen to us on the, all the podcast platforms. And remember, and always remember this about us, all you people out there, you youngins and you old people, because I know there's some youngins that probably watch, but they don't want to say they watch. You know, you youngins and you old people, remember this, and always remember about this about us. We won't try harder next time. So. So don't even ask. <laughs> so don't even ask. All right, T, that was good. All right, buddy. Good job, buddy. All good right, stay city, Las Vegas. That was good. It was a lot of information. You yeah, were like, information. good job. You were an unbelievable information machine today. My hey, God. Hey, All buddy. right, later. Buddy. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Crazy. That was crazy. The guy was like in insane. Listen to me now. 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 Listen to me now.